Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Retirement Elevated Podcast with Sean Lee and myself as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement. Sean's the managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group. And today we are talking about why we're not panicking uh, when it comes to some financial things. We're going to jump into that here in just a second. Sean, buddy, what's going on? How you doing? I am enjoying some good weather, finally. A you know, it's getting outside. Isn't it great? We're having some nicer days. and, and It's catch-22, right? You have the nicer days and you go, oh, I wish I could do more. <laughs> You know, but at the same time, you're like, no, I want the nice days. I want to be outside at least. So, you know, my yard is immaculate right now. That's, that's right. The, that's the that's the the beauty of it. I'm home, and uh, we're still working, obviously, and doing what we need to. But it's very easy. And if I've got a little bit of a break, I'm gonna go outside and yeah. Pull some weeds or mow the lawn or, or get something done out there. Well, there's been these weird viral challenges on, on YouTube or whatever to things to do when quarantine, like, I guess, like tape a beer to your garage door. And when the door goes up, it's pouring the beer out and you're supposed to catch it without <laughs> spilling a drop. And like, there's all these weird things like that. It's like, we should bring back like best manicured lawn or whatever. Like, you know, how, you know like uh, back in the day, uh, neighborhoods used to do like little contests and who had the, you know, who had the nicest looking yard or whatever. I imagine some neighborhoods are probably doing stuff like that again. Again, too. Uh, my neighbor is, I mean, he's a old farmer. Uh-huh. And so like he, he mixes his own fertilizer. Oh, he does everything. He's hardcore, and yeah. His yard is beautiful. And he came over the other a couple of weeks ago and he's like, I have to tell you that I fertilized your front lawn. <laughs> and so he and I, he and I came up with a partnership where nice. he mixes the fertilizer and we do, and he kind of gives me direction on what I need to do. And, and so, and I think it was secretly because he just didn't want to look at, at my lawn oh, next to his okay. and uh-huh. his was so nice and right. mine was, mine was just okay. But we were talking about it today and, and our yard is as green as can be. And I think my next step is I've got online and I've started to look around because baseball is not being played right now. Sure. How to mow your lawn so you have the the designs that the professional oh, baseball right. fields yeah. have. Get your angles and stuff. Yeah. So I'm I'm starting to figure. I'm going to start to figure that out and have some fun with it. There you go. Yeah, you have to take a take a picture and share it with me. Uh, that's good stuff, though. I love that. Yes, some of those guys they they get some good ideas. And uh, I've got a neighbor down the way. He's he's he does a big garden, like a huge like gets out the tiller and and plants a lot of stuff every year. But this year he went crazy. Like I think he took another whole half of his backyard. So now this thing is enormous like it's it may be uh it may be a half an acre of his property now is growing veggies in it whereas normally it's maybe like you know i don't know uh, a quarter of an acre or something now it's like a whole half an acre so uh it's pretty good stuff so i'm like am i uh can i come over and help out and maybe have some of that corn and whatnot and he's like exactly sure. <laughs> exactly <laughs> well anyway good stuff we hope you folks are staying safe and sane and finding some of those things uh and have been finding some of those types of things to get you through it on the mental side but let's talk a little finance let's talk about why we're not panicking i teed that up earlier uh my first bullet point here is this is not 2008 hit me what you got no it's not and, and if you think about it I, I look at the the data. I look at the, we look at the analytics. Uh, our chief investment officer, Mike Sorrentino, talks a lot about this. But listen, it's this isn't 2008 because if you look at what was what was going on economically in 2007, there were some major issues there. Unemployment was at 6.1 percent, and I know people are going to say, "Oh, Sean, there's been 30 million jobs lost." Yeah, but let's look at at this beforehand, and I'll t- I'll come back to the jobs loss. But okay, unemployment six point one. This is all pre crisis in two thousand eight. Okay, inflation was at five point four percent. 
interest rates were at 5.2, but you're looking at corporate debt being high at that point in time and consumer debt being high. So you start to couple all five of those things together and you package them up in a nice little bow and you see a little bit of of default when it comes to loans. It's a recipe for disaster. It kind of toppled on itself. And that's what happened with unemployment. You saw unemployment rise. Uh, people couldn't pay their mortgages. Businesses were going out because they were super leveraged. And, and so that was that was more of an economic issue. Now, fast forward, and we're going to use February 20th as a date because that was pre-crisis for us uh, just recently. In 2007, that was an economical recession. In 2020, mm-hmm. this is more of an action-driven reaction to the market. Yeah. And you know, think natural disaster. That's really the best, best comparison. Sure, yeah. Right. Like Katrina going or into something this, on a large scale. Yeah. Unemployment was at three and a half. Not the 6.1, unemployment was at three and a half, and, and the, the vast majority of our economy was working. Inflation's only at 1.7% right now, extremely low. But interest rates are, at, they were at one and a quarter. The Fed's kind of taking their gloves off and they said, we're, we're dropping them to zero. But the more important factor is that businesses and consumers have low consumer debt throughout the country. Yeah, going into this. Going into this. Now, yeah, we've, we've got, the projection is 30 million Americans will file for unemployment. But, but remember, when we start to look at, at what happened with this, and if we go back to any pandemic or epidemic in history, there's a, a quick initial reaction. Oh my gosh, the sky's falling, market's correct, and then the recovery happens. Mm-hmm. And so when we, when we look at this, and you know, I'm, look, I'm standing here in my office right now and I'm looking at technology. Well, if I need to buy something, if I need to buy a new iPhone because mine's broken, maybe I'm not going to do it right now. I'm going to wait a couple months. So economic growth, and that's kind of the second bullet point, isn't going to be destroyed. It's going to be delayed. Yes, I got you. Right. Product is moving. And the the other side to this, if you think about what the Fed's done, Mm -hmm. Fed lowered rates, and now the government is starting to flex their muscles with the stimulus packages. And I think that when when unemployment really shakes out, cause it, as when we're taping this, we're going to see unemployment uh, claims right, go over 30 million. When this all shakes out, you'll see true unemployment claims be less than that. And the reason that I think that companies are furloughing people and, and, these, and people are getting these economic packages when it comes to unemployment, that, it, that it in some cases was more than they're making. Right. They're yeah. getting that little kicker. And so there's no incentive to either go to work or, or go back to work. There are places here in Salt Lake and in St. George right now that can't hire people because of that stimulus package. Yeah, and it's, which is kind of wild. And I, sometimes I think people are being short-sighted at that because like, yes, that might be great for you temporary, but it is temporary. Do you, would you rather go back to a place where you're going to have a job long-term or you know, unemployment for a short term that might be slightly higher wages. So it's a little strange, definitely strange time for that. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. The Fed and the government capabilities are, are certainly helping to in a lot of those ways. What else you got as far as you know why you guys aren't panicking? You know, and it comes back to that government is is incentivizing businesses through the payroll protection plan to mm-hmm, right. to keep their employees on. So what you're seeing is that consumer spending isn't isn't necessarily going down a whole lot. Uh, there's there well, it's too down because of lack of options in a lot of ways, right? Yeah, like, I, I when all this went down, I, was, I thought, well, I'm going to be home with my with my family. Right. My kids have been asking me to paint their rooms, and so I'm going to 
I'm going to paint the room, but I don't want to go to the store. I'm just going to order. I ordered the paint through Home Depot. Mm-hmm. It took 10 days to get there. Right. And, and there, there are things like that that are slowing it down. Uh, you know me, I'm a baseball guy. We talk, We just talked about mowing lawns to make it look like a baseball field. But right. I went to order a new glove a couple weeks ago and I built it. It was a custom glove I built out and, and then it said 12 weeks out. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, got to wait so, 12 weeks. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, people are trying to, it seems like right now, well, at least the last couple of weeks, it's like ordering takeout or, you know, they're, you know, going, maybe you're not even getting gas, right? Cause you're not driving as much. So it just seemed like spending options are limited, but people were trying to spend. We are. And, and that's, and what you're seeing, I think, at least I'm seeing it here locally is people are trying to support the small business, the local restaurants, the Sure. Right. I mean, we we haven't gone to any major chains since this has all gone down. And even to the fact where, you know, some of our favorite local restaurants here in Utah, we we've done takeout with them, but I have a buddy that I played baseball with at Red Sox camp who owns it's called the Clam Shack in in Maine. And they do lobster rolls. Mm-hmm. Well, we just today got a delivery of a lobster kit in our lobster roll kit Hmm, that he overnighted to us. (laughs) So we're going to mix it up a little bit that way. So when we start to look at spending, economic growth is, is just going to be delayed. Right. Our, our country is too innovative. We're too hard of workers for this to, to hold us down long-term. And because of where we were economically going into this, we feel like we've been pretty prepared you know, yeah. we feel like as a as a country, yeah, it, it hurts and it's painful, but we feel like this is a, a situation that our economy can handle and is prepared for, and we think we saw that in the end of March. Notice the last couple of weeks, unemployment claims have come out. The market, and they always they've always come out on Thursdays. Every Thursday, unemployment comes out six point six million, six point five. It hasn't. The markets haven't flinched. So that's telling us is that they they baked all that in worst case scenario, and now the recovery is starting to to happen. And, and so we feel like we're pretty pretty prepared in well, this that, whole thing. Well, you know, and that's I certainly hope so, and that certainly sounds good. You know, a lot of these, you know, those components, and we've been hearing people say that for a while, you know, prior to this getting going, it was not an economic situation like 08. It's, you know, I, I don't know if you heard this term or not, but somebody's, and this is probably going to get coined now, but someone's calling, you know, said, are we looking at the Great Suppression? Uh, and instead of a recession or a depression, calling it the suppression because, it, you know, it's a forced deal. Uh, so we'll see if that phrase takes on. But I think, you know, kind of for everybody to remember and I, th- I like these points that you've brought up is that we are starting to now see the moving through I mean numbers are dropping all over the country and so on and so forth so hopefully it is not too much longer at the time we're doing this podcast taping and just remember the final bit of this is uh, it, it just to kind of keep a little levity in here this is not like the apocalypse this is certainly not a zombie apocalypse that's for sure no no I mean Maybe COVID-20 is going to be the zombie apocalypse. You, but hush, you hush your mouth. <laughs> this, this is, a, a, and I don't take this lightly. No, I, no I, not at People all. are dying. This is a, a very serious situation, but this isn't something that our country hasn't gone through before. Now, we haven't gone through this at this level before. In, in a modern time, yeah, exactly. But we've gone through pandemics and epidemics, whether it's you know the Chinese 
uh, flu of 57. We had the Spanish flu of 1918. We had swine flu and H1N1 and SARS and MERS and, yeah. and all of these, all of these different epidemics and pandemics. We've, as a country, we've gone through these. It hasn't hit us home near as hard, but we've gone through them and we've made it through them. We just need to want, make sure that our, our plan is focused on what we want to accomplish. And two, we get our facts and data from trusted, reliable sources and stay the course. Follow the plan that you've built and don't blow yourself up. Because what we've seen right now, we start to see the, the recovery happen. Yeah, well, and that's sometimes tough to do, folks. We realize sometimes when things are getting all wonky that you, uh, you know, our tendency is to maybe panic a little bit and do some things we might regret later. And that's why if you're working with an advisor, you've got a good team on your side, like the team at Elevated Retirement Group. It can kind of help you get off the ledge sometimes when we get those natural human feelings. But uh, if you don't have a good team on your side, make sure you let them know. Reach out to them. Talk to them. They'll be happy to try to help you out. And, of course, if you are subscribed to the podcast, we certainly appreciate it. If you are not, uh, hit the subscribe button. Share it with a friend who might benefit from the message. You can find it uh, on Sean's website there at elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. You can simply uh, type in Retirement Elevated, the name of the show, on uh, Apple or Google or Spotify or whatever platform you choose. And we'd certainly appreciate uh, subscribing to the program. And you'll get you know, new episodes when they come out, as well as you can check out past episodes and all that good stuff. If you do have questions or concerns before you take any action, always check with a qualified professional like Sean at 855-50-RETIRE. That's 855-507-3847. Sean, my friend, good luck with the uh, the front yard and the, the cutting of the grass. I want to see pictures of that. All right, man. You got it. But we'll see you next time here on the podcast, folks. Stay safe, stay sane, and we'll talk to you later here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.